Welcome to the Davy Tree Expert Companies podcast, Talking Trees. I'm your host, Doug Oster. Each week, our expert arborists share advice on seasonal tree care, how to make your trees thrive, arborists' favorite trees, and much, much more. Tune in every Thursday to learn more, because here at the Talking Trees podcast, we know trees are the answer. I'm joined again this week by Lou Meyer and Rob Dahlman. Lou is a regional business developer for the Davy Tree Expert Company in Maryland and Washington, D.C. And Rob is a district manager for Davy in the Chesapeake office. And last time, I think we talked about things growing on trees. This week, I wanted to ask you guys, what should a homeowner expect when an arborist comes to visit? That's a great question, Doug. A lot of times, that is... uh initiated by seeing lichen on trees and we get calls for that but um, there's a, a series of of ways to approach uh, arboricultural visits and I'll let Rob talk a little bit about about that okay yeah um, for me as an arborist you know I want to bring the highest level of professionalism to to the property to the client so I'm trying to provide as much information and also solutions for them and uh, their concerns about their trees. There are certainly uh, tree companies and, and even professional certified arborists who primarily just do removals, and there's a good place for them in the industry. Um, I typically am looking for ways to save trees, and we certainly uh, provide removals as well. But we at Davy Tree are not necessarily just going to be the, the point and shoot, this is what I want you to do. Uh, here's the tree I want you to take down. So we are looking to do a, a holistic assessment of the trees on the property, get the uh, the concerns and the thoughts of people. You know, we'd love to think that everybody loves all of their trees. The reality is that sometimes people have problems with their trees or also their neighbor's trees. And those are all things that we have to become uh, kind of problem solvers and creative thinkers to find solutions for these things. In general, though, you know, don't most people hope that you can save whatever the, the tree is when they, when you come, or isn't, or is that not true? Because I I, I love all my trees. That's why you do a podcast about uh, about trees. <laughs> That's true. But so tell me, when you go to a property, are most people like? save my tree, save my tree, or they're just like, I hate this tree. It looks awful. Get it out of here. We get a, we get a good mix of it. Um, what we always generally, what we generally have is a specific item or specific issues that homeowners are concerned about. And so it could be the one maple on their property or these three dogwoods in the back. And we want to talk about that. We want to get to know those customers more. So what you're expecting on our visits is for us to listen to your concerns and counsel you on resolutions for those concerns. But I think what Rob was getting to before was that holistic view. We're not just looking at that one maple or those three dogwoods. As we're walking past the oak in the front yard, we're peering at that as well to see if there are any issues. Uh, Because yes, to your question, some people want to save every tree on the property, which is admirable. Some people want to cut down every tree on the property, which is not admirable, but is reality. Uh, and we have to find a balance to that. And we're, you know, we're residential commercial arborists in a, uh, we, we work for a business, right? 
So people are calling us for a variety of reasons and at a variety of points in their life. They could be a young couple that just moved into a pro to a new house. Then they feel it's overgrown. It could be a couple that's lived in their house for 30 years and they, uh, they've been maintaining a, you could be a master gardener or it could be some, somebody who, uh, you know, is just kind of, sick of dealing with sweet gum balls. You know, that's a very common one. We, you know, personally, I get a lot of comments about trees being messy and there's no such thing as a clean tree. And, you know, I, I try to persuade people to think of, you know, the leaves and things as the trees gifts to the earth. And, you know, that's part of what keeps the soil healthy. Uh, but part of what Lou's talking about there, again, with the, the holistic view of the property is there's really in, in, in an urban forest on a particular private piece of land, there's going to be in a landscape individual trees. But the reality of, of trees is that they're really not individual, so to speak. They're living in a system in an ecological environment. So they're root system is tied in and what's affecting one tree might be affecting another or their uh, dynamics back and forth like Lou mentioned dogwoods well dogwoods in nature in a forest system prefer dappled shade underneath of overstory trees like oak trees so you know if the oak tree is dying that may end up affecting the dogwoods a professional so, and educated arborist should be looking at those things and informing clients. Well, if you take this oak tree down, it may affect your dogwoods as well. well. That's what I like when I get a visit from my Davy arborist. That's how I found out that I had hemlock woolly adalgid. That's how I found out that I had a tree that an oak tree that had canker. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known. What? Uh, why so, did uh, you originally call us out? Uh, you know, I was I was looking into the out into the woods and I saw an oak tree that was it wasn't leafing out. And I said, "Uh oh, you know, and he came to take a look at it. And then he looked up at this other one and just said, oh, he asked me Did that leaf out did that leaf out last year. And I said, I think so. I, I'm almost sure it did. Uh, and then this year it doesn't look good. It's got to go. That's just the, the way it is. The association of the tree, the oak tree in the forest in the back or in the woods in the back and your oak tree closer to your house. Yeah. And then I have uh, I have oak wilt going through one side mm -hmm. of the forest. Uh, and I again, I, I live in an oak forest. So when you were talking about the gift of leaves, I enjoy the gift of leaves in the forest. The gift of leaves on the driveway and the patio, not the same type of gift for me, but that that's 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 the yin and the yang of living in an oak forest you know you get this you get this beautiful trees you get all that wonderful shade but boy in the fall i'm not sure if i'd use the word gift but i like the way you put that tell me a little bit about the feeling when you do go to a property and you save a tree oh it's wonderful you know people by and large love trees um even the folks that don't like trees love trees. They just don't like them next to their house <laughs> or over their playgrounds. Um, it To be an arborist is a lot of fun. You know, you get to see different properties and see different people and talk about things that they love. And 
people have very strong emotional connections to trees. You know, trees are living beings, but they're also like accessories to our houses. You know, they're more like your pets than your roof because they're living beings. And so when, when you can successfully turn around the decline of a beloved maple or a spectacular sycamore, it, you, you can see the emotional impact in your clients and it's a wonderful feeling. Yeah, trees obviously also are very symbolic, you know, throughout history and mythology and everything. And people will plant trees um, in memory or of some of a person or a pet or some kind of event. And uh, and then also because of their long lifespans, somebody, you know, who is who does love a tree and is uh, looking at the tree more like a pet than uh, than anything else. They've been watching this tree grow for 20 years, maybe, and it's it's an important part of their life. So, yeah, there's nothing better than helping somebody figure out uh, a solution to their problem, especially it's and that, in that case, that's where we are sort of like, you know, I, I don't like to be to use the term doctor, but as far as trees go to be a tree doctor and, you know, have your prescription work out and the tree turns around and, and continues living and starts to do better is a great feeling. So when somebody does ask you or, or wonders, can I plant a tree for, for a loved one or a pet, encourage or discourage that sort of thing? Oh, we encourage yeah. planting trees for any reason, especially if you have an emotional tie to them. You're much more likely to care for them, the tree. You're much more likely to, to invest in them. Uh, it's a wonderful idea. Yeah, I totally agree. And uh, finding maybe the right tree, you know, for a particular situation. Um, you know, I've had people call and ask and there can be, you know, you get the oak tree, which is strong and long lived or a dogwood tree, which is delicate and, and pretty. You know, there's a variety of uh, it's there's it's the spice of life. There's a tree for for anyone. What else should I expect when I have an arborist come? Well, the nuts and bolts of it is you should expect a certified arborist or qualified person uh, to show up at your door. And in some states, they require licenses like we operate out of Maryland. Maryland requires you to have a, a tree expert license. Uh, so you expect them to show up at your door, walk the property with you, assess the trees that you have concerns about. Don't be surprised if they look at trees that you don't have concerns about uh, because we're trying to get a, a view of the whole property. I like to, to compare it to going to a doctor. If you go to a doctor for a broken finger, the first thing they're going to do is take your blood pressure and your pulse and your vitals. And you say, yeah, but I'm here for a broken finger. Well, the diagnostics are figure out if there's deeper issues within this patient. And that's why we're looking at the entire property. Is there something that you're missing because you just don't see it? And we're professionals and we do. So walking the property to assess it, you should expect that this person uh, will discuss this with you afterwards and come up with a proposal for work if it's necessary. So a proposal should be clearly outlining uh, any prescription for work, whether it be pruning or removal or plant health care, uh, feeding your trees. They should be discussing proper diet for your trees, uh, proper mulching if there's issues there. So don't expect it just to be, hey, there's the maple. What's wrong with it? Well, we need to remove a branch. That's it. It's the end of the transaction. 
expect to have a discussion. And then a prompt follow-up with a proposal, either on-site or emailed to you shortly thereafter, with instructions on how you take the next step to, to finish up. You know, I get an email the same day, probably within an hour or two. <laughs> yeah, that's what we and should I for. like that. Yeah. I like, I, like, yeah. I like to know right away, just like, okay, now I know what I'm in for. How often should this happen? How often should this arborist be coming to take a look at my trees? That's a great question. Uh, you know, it depends on the property and the trees on the property, obviously. And then also, you know, the concerns of the client. You know, we have clients that every time there's a spot on a leaf, they send you a picture. And really that at Davy, that's what we're going for. You know, when somebody sends us a picture of the pine tree with browning leaves in the fall and we can say, yeah, uh, pine trees do leave, lose their older needles, their inner needles, and that's fine. Um, so, you know, it could be every year for somebody like that. Could be every three years if you've got mature trees. I think three years is a good a good time frame. And even if you've got a newer landscape, if it's a landscape that you care about and you plan to live there for a long time, every three to five years is probably a good time frame. Because even with younger trees, it gives you a chance to do some structural pruning or see those those issues. Now, where we have uh, properties with full plant healthcare programs, we like to get somebody on their property just about every month uh, so that we can notice issues sometimes like, uh, you know, when it's raining, we're there at various times, we see the pooling water um, or a variety of issues like that, that the, that the guy who uh, delivers the mail, sits with his truck running next to your pine tree. You know, there's a lot of things that can happen and the exhaust is burning the needles, you know, something like that. But in general, uh, I would say every three years is kind of a good basic rule. I think I have my arborist here about every six months. I'm keeping Davy Tree in business, so awesome. you guys are going to be okay. Thank you. We thank you. Hey, I want to I want to switch gears a little bit. Uh, I want to kind of go into the business that you guys do. Can you tell me a little bit about what goes into managing a tree care office? Because you guys did that, right? Yeah. So before I was in my before I got into the position I'm in now, I was Rob's assistant district manager. So we both covered the Chesapeake region, which is Central Maryland, everything from Bal everything in between Baltimore and DC, out to the Eastern Shore. Um, and so we had, what, 20, 22 personnel that we managed, um, two sales arborists and uh, office staff, two office staff, plan health care technicians, and then obviously, you know, tree climbers and then their crews, which might be a second tree climber uh, or somebody just to be on the ground. And, and typically always that's where you start out. You begin on the ground. And then you work your way up and at Davy as an employee owned company, that's what we want to see. We want to see career employees um, that we can help train and that we can actually invest in them and uh, make their lives better over the course of a, a long career. So, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. It's it's managing people both on the sales side of things outwardly and also uh in the office inwardly and dealing with the things that they're dealing with and helping them get through 
their lives by hopefully making their jobs as easy as possible. Although we do do uh, sometimes a, a hot, sweaty, difficult job. Yeah. There's also, you know, the, the, the glorified part of it, the, the happy part is really that employee management of seeing them succeed and, and helping develop their career. There's also a lot of back office stuff that you deal with running an office too, though. So things like DOT paperwork, Department of Transportation. You know, we often say it in our company because it's so big that we're a trucking company that happens to do tree work. There's a tremendous amount of paperwork that has to be done to keep a fleet like this running and compliant. Uh, human resources, marketing. One of the benefits that we have as Davy managers is that there's a tremendous support system back at Kent, Ohio, our headquarters, on through the regions themselves of people who help us with these uh, tasks on a daily basis. Everything from, you know, hiring and onboarding new employees with the HR department to putting out just spectacular marketing pieces from the marketing division. Um, you know, the, like I said, the DOT is a big part of it. Uh, we have an entire institute back at Kent that does a lot of research for us. So if, if we come upon questions in the field, we can take clippings, send it to the, to the, to the lab and they'll diagnose it for us. So from the management perspective, we are playing both sides, the employees and corporate and the, and the clients as well. Uh, so it's a real fun position wearing all those hats. We also have to mention safety. Yep. That primary concern when you're working at height, working with heavy objects and sharp equipment. Well, it just amazes me when the team comes here, how they're able to take a tree down with things all around it. And yet it, it, you wouldn't even know it after they leave. You know, it's just amazing. You, you expect something to, to fall on, you know, another tree <laughs> or something like that, but they just have the expertise to get it out of there and, you know, that makes uh, makes my life a lot easier, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Again, that's one of the things that, you know, we're looking for employees who we're going to help train and maybe they start on the ground, but by the end of five or 10 or maybe even 20 years, they're very proficient at what they do and they're all communicating. You know, we've got a good team. We've got a good culture. Everyone can communicate. We, we always um, also encourage even the person who just got onto the crew to be able to, to say to the most experienced person on the crew, hey, that doesn't look right. Or, you know, can you explain that to me? Um, you know, I'm worried about this, whether it's, you know, a climbing setup or a rigging setup or even just like we were talking about the health of the trees and uh, taking the time to explain that and build up the next crew leader for the next manager you know in the time i've been doing this podcast i've heard countless stories of people who started on the ground moving brush and now are district managers and all sorts of other positions before we go i from both of you i'd like to hear a little bit about what you get out of your job why the job is right for you yeah, I'll start with that, Doug. You know, I, I didn't know that arboriculture, that there was an industry, a company like Davey. Um, I didn't know that it was a thing until I started uh, my first tree. It really wasn't tree care. It was tree work. Um, but for me, you know, it's being outside. It's being around nature. I've always loved 
trees and nature. You know, I think I, I remember doing a, a report on like the world's largest trees when I was in the fourth grade and um, just on, on the nice days, especially, you know, when you go into the bank or, you know, an office setting and people say, man, I wish I could be outside. Well, I get to be outside. And then to get to learn about, you know, there's always something new to learn. And then on about trees, about nature, about about people, you know, from the sales side of thing, going onto somebody's property and learning about the house, the place where you are and the people who own the house. Um, and then also when we're doing that project, like when you're talking about if we are taking out a dead tree or improving a young tree as it's growing, doing some structure pruning, you get to see that project play out as the day goes on. And when you're done with your day, you get to look back on what you've done. And then when I go past, for instance, I've climbed trees at the Smithsonian and at the National Gallery of Art. And every time I go by there, I get to say I prune those trees. Yeah, for me, um, I just love the interaction with the people. I love meeting new clients, seeing new sites. Uh, you know, I've in my current role, I have a huge geographical area that I cover. So going from Western Maryland to Eastern Maryland, down into DC all the time to see the sites. And, you know, we take care of some, some really neat places down there. Like Rob was saying, Smithsonian, uh, state department, department of justice, you know, you get to go down there and, and play around with their trees and you're like, Holy mackerel for, for a kid from Cincinnati, Ohio, this is pretty cool. Uh, and I, I just love to see all of those things. Uh, I like nature a lot, so I like trees, but I like animals just as much. So, you know, I love seeing turtles out in the field and, you know, you're looking at a tree and a tree frog hops off and it's, it's so neat to be there for that. And, uh, and to relate those things to my friends and my children and to develop that interest with them. I love that. Well, I'm going to leave it right there. It was great fun to talk to you two guys again. I think when we do this again, we should do it like this. We should have both of you guys on at the same time because, uh, again, it was just so much fun. Thank you so much for your time and all that great information. Doug, Thanks, thank Doug. you. Yep. Well, I enjoyed talking to both of those guys in case you didn't notice. Tune in every Thursday to the Talking Trees podcast from the Davy Tree Expert Company. I am your host, Doug Oster, and do me a favor. Subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. And as always, we like to remind you on the Talking Trees podcast, trees are the answer.